you've already heard it all. But now you resonate. The world has pushed you out of what you thought you knew, your comfort zone, and into this strange place, this slightly off reality. Welcome to the Truth Serum Podcast, hosted by the controversial and funny Dom Bates, author, mother, human, and all-round thought leader. The time has come to realign your essence with your experience. We all know this world is changing. You're here now because you've personally felt it, and your reality has reflected the Truth Serum Podcast, getting to the root of what really is. And now, Dawn Bates. Okay, so I thought I'd make another recording. Um, <laughs> yet again on the beach at night. Reflecting on the podcasting journey so far. Because I've now interviewed... Um, my friend Robert, my friend Adam, and my ex-husband. And I realized that although I have some ladies scheduled in for um, doing podcast interviews with me, I find it interesting the um, three people I've chosen um, and how I felt on each recording that I've done. And Robert wrote the foreword for my second book. Adam's helped me with my podcast. And um, you'll have noticed that when we did the podcast recording together, um, he caught me unawares with some of his insights. He also makes me giggle a lot. (laughs) Um, And then I had my ex-husband who... As you will have seen, I'm still really good friends with. We've built a a good relationship over the last eight years since we've been divorced. And I realized that I was more nervous with Adam because, and this is a new experience for me, because I wanted to impress him because he's been doing this whole podcasting thing for so long and he's my mentor. And I wanted to do him proud. And I wanted, obviously, I want to do myself proud. But it meant a lot to me to um, have him on the show. Um, I have only had him in my space for like the last year. But I've grown so much just listening to him. And I've learned a lot of subjects listening to him. Just like I've learned a lot from Robert. And I learned a huge amount with my ex-husband. And I was thinking, where are all these women? Where are the women that I want to interview? And I put a post up on Facebook and it said, you know, I find it interesting that the women I want to interview, where are all the women that are willing to go there, that are willing to have these conversations um, publicly? And what was interesting is there were women who have never engaged with me, ever, all of a sudden, are engaging with me. 
Now this podcast isn't about marketing. The people that I will bring into this space, some of them are not even in business. Some of them are friends of mine, some of them are clients, some of them are my readers, some of them are all of those. But the people that I have interesting conversations with, they're still people that I've either just met or I've known a long time. And I find that a very similar thing is happening to what happened when I became an author. People wanted to know me because I was an author. Now people want to know me because I'm a podcaster. They don't want to know Dawn. They don't want to share space with Dawn. They want to share space with the author. They want to share space with the podcast owner or the podcast host. And that upsets me in a way because behind all of this is Dawn. The Dawn the geek, Dawn the bookworm, Dawn the political activist, the social activist, the one who writes incredibly long Facebook posts, the one who wants to have the conversations that nobody else is willing to have or doesn't want to acknowledge is there. Um, And I don't like being used. Um, It's really icky. Imagine just being used for a title. Just having people friends with you because of a title. You know, people don't get don't become friends with you because you're a missus, but they become friends with you if you're a doctor or an author or a business owner. And it reminds me of a chap that I met once at a business networking event. <laughs> he handed out his business card. And on the business card were the letters RTDHGV. And I read it and I started laughing because I instantly recognised it for what it was. And he said to me, he goes, you are the first person who I've ever handed that to that started laughing. Can you tell me why? I went, well, if it's what I think it is, I think you're taking the piss out of people. (laughs) And he laughed so loudly. And he goes, in all the years I've handed that card out, you're the only one that's noticed it. He goes, isn't it all a load of bullshit? (laughs) Now, for those of you who don't know what an RTD HGV is, is a retired lorry driver. Uh, The RTD is retired, HGV is heavy goods vehicles. And we sat down, this chap and I, and we had an amazing conversation about this whole situation, about how people are impressed with letters after your name. People are impressed by your job title. People want to know you because they want the reflective glory. People want to know you because of what they can get from you. And really, I find it really quite sad because that glory is available to each of us when we own our own power. That reflective glory, like when I used to go out raving, the amount of people that would just want to be known by the DJ. You know, they'd hang around the booth. Um, And 
I remember once, a few of my friends were DJs, and I remember once hanging, going to, to the side of the DJ box because I wanted to ask one of my friends who was DJing where we were going for the after party because I needed to sort something out. And when I stood there, I was watching how other people were interacting in that space. And when I see certain things, the reason I see insecurities is because it reminds me of my own. Like when I was wanting to impress Adam with my podcasting. Um, okay, it was my second interview conversation. I don't want to call them an interview because they're not interviews. They're really just conversations. And it was just very interesting experience that my need to or my desire to impress him showed up because I already know that he thinks I'm amazing. <laughs> I already know that he thinks I'm impressive. I already know that he likes me. I already know that he knows my work is great. So what was it within me that needed him to approve of me? And I brought it back to my own clients. I want my clients to do so well and I, when they don't do as well as I had hoped they have done, I take that personally because I feel like I've let them down, that maybe I haven't given them enough or maybe I haven't explained something well enough or maybe um, they too have wanted to impress me and they've just said yes to something that they didn't really want to say yes to or that... They were saying they understood something when they didn't because they didn't want to not feel that they didn't understand. Not that that happens, but again, it's all these scenarios that we create in our head. And just because some of us have achieved certain levels doesn't mean to say this uh, imposter syndrome, these self-doubts, these ideas, these concerns, these worries, these fears don't materialize. They may materialize and disappear really really quickly um, or we go oh yeah that's that um, but I just thought I'd share that with you because these these conversations that I'm having they're not edited because part of who I am is to show people the journey along the way it's to show people that you know what it's okay to be at the beginning of something it's okay to start you don't have to have all the fancy equipment. You don't have to have everything perfect from the get-go. Like my first books, Friday Bridge, Wallahi, the tr um, Crossing the Line, all encompass the trilogy of life itself. Now, when I first published those books, I could not afford an editor, not like a structural editor. Having been an English teacher and a very good writer, I knew that the books were good enough to get out there. Several years down the line, I've now invested thousands in getting them edited because I know that I'm ready to take them to the next level. I'm ready to re-release them. And I've had people 
one woman in particular recently being incredibly vile to me about and attacking me about how atrocious my books are. Um, she said I wasn't an international bestseller and, you know, that's her thing. I know I am multiple times over. Um, but she said something to me that she said, you are so arrogant, you don't even think you need an editor because your writing is good enough as it is. Now, what I had actually said was, I didn't want an editor who was going to change what I'd written. Not, and then what I meant by that was I didn't want the editor to neutralize my voice. I didn't want to be just become another voice, another invisible voice. I wanted my voice to remain. My books were good enough. I am a good enough writer. I am a great writer. But I didn't want to just go with the first editor I found. It took me several years to find somebody who I trusted, who then introduced me to an editor who would do the work I needed and the work in the way I wanted them to do it. I wanted them to make me a better writer. I wanted them to keep my voice so that when people read my bo books, they can hear this, what you're hearing now. They could hear my energy. They could hear my passion. They could hear my identity. Because one of the things when you're an author and when you're a writer, when you're doing it to expand your brand, not just as a lead mag magnet, which a lot of people publish books for, or why they write articles, but it's about your brand expansion. When you read anything of mine, whether it's an article in the House of Preeminence magazine, or whether it's an article on MSP News Global, or you know an article on LinkedIn, or wherever it is I've written an article, a blog post, a book, I want you to hear my voice. I want you to feel like you and I are having a conversation with each other. Now, as you can probably tell, I'm better at talking like this than I am in a conversation. I don't speak to many people. I have got so used to being the one who's being interviewed over the last 22 years um, of being in the media, whether it's making documentaries with Channel 4 or being on BBC or CNN or Sky or whatever news channel or TV program I'm on. I've got so used to being on the other side that when it actually comes to me being in the driving seat of these podcast conversations, I'm out of my comfort zone. And I'm not too big-headed or too arrogant or too pretentious to say otherwise. So if I, you learn anything from what I'm sharing now is that if you want to have a go at something, just start. Adam asked me, have I figured out my closing yet? No. I will probably have something. I don't know. Be blessed. Um, I like the thought of having, remember, um, trust yourself, to trust yourself, to trust others. I also like my other quote that I write, that um, when you gift yourself permission to give yourself permission, to have permission, anything is possible. But they don't feel right. And over time, it will become a thing where I would just say whatever it is that's needed to be said, it will come out naturally. And whatever is 
I may never have that sign-off. I may never have, uh, in the words of Rob Green, keep your stick on the ice, Mr. Adam Walton, or how, whatever. I mean, I, like there's Kimani, her orgasmic podcast. There's another one I listen to. Um, so if you learn anything from this podcast journey that I'm on, and you've listened to my show so far, I know they're not perfect. I don't want them to be edited. I want them to be raw and real. I want them to be natural because all our conversations are natural. And I really hope that you enjoy them. And if you are listening and you want to comment or you want to send me an email, please do. I'd love to hear from you. And uh, if you've got a topic you'd like me to discuss or someone that you feel I need to have a conversation with, send me an email, hello at dawnbates.com or contact me via the website dawnbates.com slash contact and I'll see what I can do alrighty well you have a great day wherever you are sleep well and as I say in Arabic which means may you always wake up to greatness ciao for now we really hope you've enjoyed this episode of the truth serum podcast you can follow Dawn directly through her Instagram account instagram.com forward slash real Bates. This is an invitation-only podcast. That said, if you would like to speak with us or come on the show, please send an email through hello at dawnbates.com. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. This concludes the most thought-provoking portion of your day. Remember to like and subscribe to stay fully up to date. Sharing is caring, so share away. Until next time, folks, grab a good book, see a sunset, and expand your knowledge and experience.